0: Friends, I am sometimes so surprised, honestly, by how impactful my emotions are on the people around me. Have you ever noticed that? That like things, when they aren't just feeling right for you in your heart, you're struggling a little bit with something, it really starts to bleed out into your family relationships. All of a sudden, other people in your family are feeling a little stressed out, a little bit on edge. Things just aren't quite right. And that's not in your imagination. It is very, very real that one person's emotions and experience and kind of whatever's going on for one person impacts the entire family. God really has built us to be connected with each other. And that's a big part of why it is so important. If you want to enjoy family life, if you want to build up those family relationships and soak up your time with your people, you need to learn to manage your emotions. Now we're going to jump into a helpful conversation today, taking a look at how our emotions impact family life and and what some of our biggest struggles are. And hopefully, whatever emotions you are struggling with, you'll start to realize they're probably pretty normal. And there are ways to manage them well Thank you for listening, whether it's your first time or you've been here since the beginning. I'm glad that you're here and I'm excited to dive deeper with you today into this topic of emotions. But we are going to start with a few housekeeping pieces of information so that we can all be on the same page. Um, The first one is really just a notice logistically. um, So we're all on the same page. We're going to continue with our Tuesday and Friday episodes here on the show, but I have gotten some feedback that it's a little confusing with how I number the episodes. So typically it's like Tuesday's the main episode and then Friday's like the halfway point. Today is episode 129 and Friday would be 129.5. But I'm going to change that. That's been a little confusing for folks. And every episode is going to have its own number moving forward. So we'll have 129. And then on Friday, it'll be episode 130. Just wanted to give you that heads up in case you are a details person and you noticed that change. But we are going to continue the trend of having one main topic each week, um, diving into it really deep on Tuesday, having our Friday faith follow up on Friday. Um, and then in the middle of that, for our Patreon community, we have our private podcast, the Faith Fiber Club, a quick little five minute episode, either a really deep devotional thought on the topic or a deep dive into like a counseling skill or kind of a how to of what we're talking about. Um, and if you're not in our Patreon community, you should totally join because it is a great way to support the show. It's only $5 a month, um, support the show and get some really fun extra perks like the private podcast. And this is your second admin point, our little invitation Um, Today, August 1st, we are kicking off our very first 30-day challenge, and we are starting off with a 30-day self-care challenge because we're tackling emotions for the next few weeks, my friends, and self-care is a huge part of learning how to manage your emotions well. So I hope that you will join us over there in the Love Your People Well Patreon community, for the 30-day self-care challenge and the other perks that come along with uh, with that community. Um, but that's what we're doing. That's what we're kicking off. Just a few little housekeeping pieces for you there. Um, and I will remind us all of my disclaimer that I am a therapist, but this podcast is not therapy. This is not professional advice, even though emotions, yeah, it's something we talk about all the time in the counseling room. Hugely impactful on your own personal well-being and mental health, and your family life and your relationships. So let's start our conversation about emotions with that big picture kind of reality check about how your emotions are impacting your family. Because sometimes we think it's just for us. Like, this is inside my own head and my own heart. It's my thing to deal with. For good or for bad, I can manage it or I can't manage it, whatever's going on there. But it can feel very individual. And yet, God has created us for relationships and in relationships. And so your emotions are absolutely impacting the people who are important to you. I want to highlight five ways that your emotions are shaping who you are and what your relationships look like. So the first thing we need to be aware of is the fact that your emotions are going to shape how you think. Are you thinking about things you're thankful for or are you thinking about what's going wrong and you're kind of grumbling about life? If you're struggling with something like maybe loneliness or depression, you're going to think differently than you would if you're feeling, you know, really at peace with the world and really comfortable. The second way is that your emotions are shaping how you act the decisions you make all day long. Am I going to get up off this couch and, and do the next thing that needs to be done on my to-do list? Or am I going to sit here and mindlessly scroll social media or whatever it is, or take a nap every day because I just don't have it in me to get up and do it all again. Your emotions are shaping how you act. A third piece is that your emotions are shaping how you react. How do you react when your toddler throws a tantrum? How do you react when there's um, some miscommunication going on with your husband? How do you react when you stub your toe? I mean, just, it can be small, it can be big. Things happen that are not ideal, but your emotions are going to impact how you react to those things. Do you react with patience or um, a quick temper? A fourth way is that your emotions are shaping how you communicate. Are you communicating with kindness or by yelling? Are you speaking up when something needs to be addressed or are you shutting down? Your emotions are impacting that. And the third piece is that, I'm sorry, third, huh. I'm looking at the number five in front of my face. And then I say third, um, the fifth piece, the fifth way I want to highlight for how your emotions are impacting your family and your relationships is that your emotions are shaping how you engage with your people. Do you pursue intimacy or ignore it? Do you invest time and energy and emotion into having fun together and enjoying each other? Or do you just not have the energy for that? Or you're just too burnt out to plan another family outing and deal with all the things that are involved. Your emotions have a huge impact on your people. They're shaping how you think, how you act, how you react, how you communicate, and how you engage. And we live in a a time where our culture puts emotions on a pedestal. There's kind of this cultural norm of basically saying that your emotions are true and good and beautiful and whatever you feel, you got to make it happen. And whatever's in your heart, you need to live by your heart. You do you. There's this whole cultural messaging that really puts our emotions up on that pedestal as if they should lead us and guide us in all of our decisions, Well, I'll say right now, my friend, that is not biblical, and that is not the way to actually enjoy family life. Putting your emotions up on that pedestal and letting them lead you is not the way that you build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. But sometimes, sometimes we know that, and we realize it, and we go a little too far to the opposite extreme And we try to convince ourselves that our emotions don't matter at all, and we just ignore them or we push it under the rug. And the reality is it's somewhere in the middle, my friend. Your emotions matter, they are impacting you, and they matter because they're giving you kind of a red flag about what's going on in life. If you're feeling at peace in your home and you're enjoying time with your family and, you know, yeah, you might have some miscommunication here and there. There might be an argument once in a while. People are not always on the same page, but you can work through that. You're still enjoying your marriage. You're still um, connecting with your kids and with your husband. Well, in that case, your emotions are giving you kind of that all clear signal that things are on the right track. Not to say things can't improve and there aren't things to work on, but you're on the right path. On the other hand, If you do find yourself in a season of some really intense anger issues, you're yelling at your kids way more than you want, you're bickering with your husband every night, or maybe it's that you're struggling with loneliness and you just are really feeling like, I am the only one dealing with these issues. I don't have anybody to support me. Or maybe it's depression or maybe it's anxiety. There's a lot of different emotions that should be a flag for us to say something is not quite right. And it might take some digging to figure out what that is or what to do about it. We don't need to let that emotion dictate how we treat our people or what we do. Um, But they should give us that little warning sign to say something is needed here. We need to be pressing into the Lord and seeking his wisdom and praying about these issues and, and quite possibly changing some things about how we communicate or interact or or something that's going on in our family dynamics. The Lord has given us our emotions for a reason. We just don't want to let them control us and lead us. And that's why one of the big keys to enjoying Christian family life and building up those healthy, happy and holy family relationships, one of the big keys is learning to manage our emotions because they have such a huge impact. So I wanna highlight as well, five of the most common emotional struggles that Christian moms face. Now, honestly, really, that, that every mom faces, but we are building our family life on the foundation of scripture. We're keeping Jesus at the center of it all. And sometimes we think, well, therefore, I should not struggle with issues like depression. But the reality is Christians struggle also. You live in a broken world and you love broken people. And so emotional struggles is a really normal part of family life. And that's why we have to figure out how to manage it. So these are the the five most common struggles that I see in the counseling room that I see for myself when I look in the mirror and when I spend time with the Lord, when I talk with my friends, these are so common. And over the next few weeks, we are going to deep dive into each of these topics. So we're going to look at why is this such a common issue and how do we deal with these each of these specific emotional struggles today. We're going big picture, but we're going to go deep into each of these over the next few weeks. But I want to highlight them now so that if one of them jumps out to you, you don't need to think you're the only one who is struggling. And these five really common emotional struggles are depression, anxiety and worry, anger, stress and burnout, and loneliness. These are really common And hopefully you're not struggling with all of them, but I would be pretty confident at some point in time, you have struggled with at least one of them. And we want to learn how to struggle well, how to manage these hard emotions so that they don't stop us from enjoying family life and building up our relationships. And I know I said that over the next few weeks, we're going to dive deep into each of these different emotions and look at specific strategies for managing them. But I do want to close us out today with a few tips for kind of big picture how to manage your emotions, whether it's one of those five or it's your own issue or, you know, whatever it is, when an emotion is getting really big, maybe a little overwhelming, it's not shaping you in the best direction. What can you do about it? The first thing that's really helpful in managing your emotions is self-care, taking time every day. I'm not talking hours and hours every day, but at least little pockets of time to take care of yourself, to do something and think about things and engage in activities that actually refresh you, encourage you and build you up. And I will give you another reminder here that starting today, August 1st, we are kicking off our 30-day self-care challenge inside the Patreon community. I would love for you to join us. Every week, I'm sharing a, um, I'm calling it a devotional, kind of that like motivational, let's all stay on the same page encouragement. And then every day of the month, we have a, a calendar, a checklist that we're going through, a different activity every day, a small free, (laughs) realistic activity to try out with the goal of starting to build a habit of self-care. I would love for you to join us for that 30-day self-care challenge over in the Patreon community, but whatever it looks like for you, one of the best ways to manage your emotions is with self-care. A second tip here is to lean into your relationship with God. And again, we've got some resources. Just head to loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash faith. You can grab our freebie with a Bible and prayer challenge. You can grab a, a devotional about finding your identity in Christ. You can look at other episodes and podcasts and blogs. Lots of good stuff there. But lean into that relationship with the Lord. Let him be your peace and your joy and your hope. And let him shape you into a person who can manage her emotions a little bit better. And then the third and final piece that I want to highlight as far as a practical thing to manage your emotions, um, I don't have like a catchy phrase for this. Maybe I'll have to think of one someday. (laughs) Um, But the third thing that really does make a huge difference is when you notice yourself feeling overwhelmed by an emotion any emotion, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling lonely, you're feeling angry, pause, take a few slow, deep breaths and think about something else. Now that might be as simple as counting to 10 because it's slowing you down. You have to think logically. It's obviously not difficult, but it changes what you're thinking about. Or for some, some of us find it really helpful to think about a gratitude list in your head. Um, to reflect on Philippians chapter four, verse eight, think about things that are good and true and beautiful and praiseworthy and excellent, whatever it looks like in that moment, pause, take a few slow, deep breaths to calm your body down and think about something different. And that will start to change the direction of your emotions. Now, yes, there are a lot more specific things that I want to talk about for depression and anxiety and anger and burnout and loneliness. That's why we're going to deep dive into each of those. They get their own special week. (laughs) We will deep dive into them and take a look at scriptures to encourage us with each of these issues. Um, But to get us started right now, I would really encourage you to focus on self-care, to lean into the Lord and to pause, breathe and redirect your thinking. Now, if you're in our Patreon community tomorrow on the Faith Fiverr Club podcast, we will look at three questions. You can ask yourself to start identifying your triggers and managing them. So like what triggers you to feel depressed or angry or lonely? Figuring that out. That's such a huge part of the process. That'll be on our Patreon private podcast episode tomorrow. And then I hope that you will circle back with us on Friday for our Friday Faith Follow-Up, because we're going to look at 10 reasons why your emotions are out of control. It's helpful to, to kind of get that big picture and almost that reality check. You're not the only one struggling, and there are reasons why you're struggling. And so we'll take a look at that on Friday before next week we start deep diving into specific emotions that so many of us struggle with. So friend, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done that yet. So it'll pop back up in your feed each week and uh, join us in the Patreon community. I would love to have you there for our 30-day self-care challenge and to get that extra um, encouragement and help from our private podcast. We just go a little bit deeper in quick five-minute episodes every week into the topic of the week. Um, and really, it's just a, a cheap and easy <laughs> and meaningful way to support this ministry. Um, and so I would love to see you there. That's at patreon.com backslash love your people well. There's a link in the show notes. Um, but friends, we will be back on Friday with our Friday Faith Follow-Up. So until then, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.